or I feel like Shannon looks right. Now. <laughs> Fresh to death. Damn, I gotta you're get a. You I got to get a better skin like, therapy. You're the one that said that you look like shit. <laughs> I mean, it's so, true. I mean, I'm agreeing with you then. I know. Yeah. I, 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 blame, I blame my soap. The same soap I use to wash my butt, I wash my face with. So probably oh, not doing me any favors. Bro, you're over 40 now. You got to set that game up. Son. Like, <laughs> get that, I'm going to tell Zay to get that Axe body wash the fuck out of the shower. Dude, like, three and one. It's, it's, it's three old spice. And one. It's old spice, baby. The old spice. Uh, <laughs> you want to smell like some fucking Brazilian rainforest or something like ocean was, spray, baby. Ocean yeah, it was, spray. we all have you know it's engineered by the highest <laughs> level of Chad's. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 171, recording December 19th, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be discussing some pre-game of the year talk, uh, some other little news items, bits, spoilers for Hawkeye at the end, but not Spider-Man, because we haven't seen it. Um, <clears throat> to do that, I have with me, as always, Shannon Tractor Trailer Moore. Uh-huh. Hmm. Hello. What's up, big country? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I just got back from uh, from taking the cows in, uh, making sure that they're all ready to go for the night. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm here. Uh, this is you know the week before Christmas. It's getting mm-hmm. crazy out there. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here with you guys, uh, sheltered in and, and warm and dry. I, I like that you wore your finest John Deere hat and uh, camo yet still anime sweatshirt. <laughs> damn straight like i get hella compliments on this sweater like gone in the middle of it yeah he's like super dope and then uh no idea what that is well pair of anime eyes i'll tell you right now i went to i went to uh christmas in the park in san jose today Mm -hmm. um and my son and my girlfriend were hanging out there and all of a sudden we were invaded by like a like a huge group of anime cosplayers just showed up in the middle of christmas in the park and they were all in their anime outfits and they all had christmas garb on (laughs) And like there was like a Christmas Witcher dude, and instead of swords, he had like candy canes, uh, like with with, with hilts on him and stuff. And did, did it you was run weird. Ho- did you run home and get your onesie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, uh, I I did feel a little left out, but there was a dude from like the Squid Games there who was just kind of laying in the middle of the like where everybody was walking. I was like, I mean, that's pretty spot on. Um, but um, yeah, it was weird. So what what is that anime? I don't even know what shirt that is referencing. It, it's Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. That's what the anime is called. It's Hunter oh, X Hunter. I was like, is that the character? Is that the like what? Are we no, he's about? the main protagonist. He's this little short kid, and his whole thing is he's like looking for his dad. And, yeah, like, and he's, he's like, like su- incredibly fast. And yeah, he's like, and he's dedicated, and he's super chill and peaceful and kind until like his friends start getting messed with, and then he turns into a, like a raging psychopath and just starts killing things left and right. So. It's pretty cool. And his best friend's an assassin that rips people's hearts out with mm-hmm. his hands. All right. And, and this has been Anime Minute. Uh, that other <laughs> voice you're hearing joining us 
for this wonderful, beautiful program that we've put together for you is Justin skanking to the beat, Carter. Dude, I'm telling you, I was shocked when I asked Zach if he likes ska, and I got a sideways glance and a, it depends. Yeah, I was like, mm, eh. you know, I will take it back, though, because Justin then started naming off a ton of bands that I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I like that band. I like that band. Sure, I like that band. Okay, I've seen that band a few times. And then it was like this cold water revelation of like, shit, do I actually like Scott? I mean, I was going to say for a minute there, like I know at least one of our friends that listens to this podcast, Carlos, would have stopped the podcast right there to yeah. call you and talk to you about your Scott obsession. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have been like <laughs> straight up called me all my bullshit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, I, you know, it's just one of those things where I just, like I said, it was the visceral reaction of like, no, nah, I don't. And then, <laughs> and then the more you started naming, I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I do. All right, sure. I'm like a little Streetlight Manifesto, uh-huh, little uh, uh-huh. Oper- Operation Ivy. Now, see, Off Ivy, I like. I do like. But that that's way more punk to me than Scott. But it's also like punk. It's punk Scott. It's that weird. It's not straight yeah. Scott or straight like punk, sure, but sure. it's somewhere in the middle. I mean. Now, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was like, we're not, you know, like. But if you're throwing around like mustard plug or freaking you know five iron frenzy or like some of these like super ska bands like nah I, like I had college roommates uh, my freshman year of college that were hardcore ska people like lived the lifestyle wore the uh, the black and white checkered outfits and whatnot and they knew these bands and would play them incessantly and I it in my ska needs to be somewhat punkish for me to like it. Like straight up, like the more reggae with horns ska, I can't, I can't really get behind. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. But like the reggae ska stuff, that is also punk. Sure. That's all right. You know, like that's, I, I can get down with it. I think it just has, it's a guitar tone thing for me. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're going to play upstrokes. They also need to be distorted. I guess <laughs> my upstrokes are always distorted. Hey, I've heard that about you. I've heard that about, I mean. <laughs> you get that looked at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have to say I was a little disappointed in all of us because mm. I'm, we're two episodes past it now, but for episode 169, we didn't have one nice or like one sexy time joke at all. Well, because are we just too old ones? It was episode 169. Exactly. I just want one. It's 169, right? I mean, Shannon, you're so old now. Like, if it hasn't happened by now, bro, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Well, you'll just have to wait till 369. Yeah. All he wants for Christmas is. Wait, what? Um, Anyway. uh, So, how's your guys' week been? Cause mine's been insane with uh, the holidays and work and, and I work in a shipping capacity. Um, granted I'm not boots on the ground, like those poor bastards uh, in FedEx and UPS and all that stuff right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I pack a lot of boxes and I ship a lot of pallets and this time of the year sucks <laughs> for me. So uh, I'm just white knuckling it till Friday at this point. So how, how about you? You guys good? Just in the, the banking industry shut down around the holiday or anything? Um, dude, a lot of people are on vacation or just gone. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's almost pointless, like to try and do anything. Like for the, like all these people are trying to like rush all these files, and I'm like, why? Like no one's fucking here. Like title, like all the title companies, like half their people are fucking gone too. Like takes forever to hear back from yeah. anybody. I'm like, you trying to move this up? Can't like the borrowers? I guarantee you, because of the holidays, like they're not going to be around for whatever fucking date it is you're trying to get them to sign, and then they just have to reschedule it after Christmas anyway. So. I'm like, so this week's hopefully going to be pretty chill, but you know, it's funny. Cause like Shannon is like myself, we, we work in the, in the blue collar sector of the, of the, uh, the economy. And I don't know about you, Shannon, but I'm always jealous. And it happens. It happened. La- it happened this last week where you realize like everyone that's in the white collar part of the economy just to everyone, like everyone collectively decides sometime around Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done working for the year. That's, that's going to be about it. I'm, I think I'm done. And they still show up and they do their holiday parties. They push paper back and forth, but no one works. Like there's no one in those offices working. And I'm always so jealous. Like, I'm just like, fuck you guys. Like, Yeah. Um, working uh, in, in my line of work, uh, you're always making noise in occupied buildings. And a lot of the tenants like really hate that. And throughout the year, you're usually getting complaints or people giving you dirty looks. They don't want to see you. Um, and, you know, we, we try to alter our schedules to be uh, somewhat friendly to them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't get around the noise a lot of times. Uh, but around this time, they kind of shed that like angry like persona and then they come by with like a bag of cookies and they're like, hey, do you want a cookie? Do you want this Christmas cookie? Do you want like this? Like all the snacks that they have in the office are like, hey, do you want some? And you're like, is there like a trap that's going to snap around my fingers when I right. pick up this cookie? Like what's go- well, why? Why are you offering this? So there's like a little bit of skepticism in the beginning. But uh, I mean, once, you know the apprentices come back with all their digits. Um, we know we, we go over and get ours and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a nice change of pace for a little bit. Like everybody kind of gets to wind down and that two week span where we can make noise without having to worry about pissing Mm -hmm. people off is kind of, um, it's kind of a, a nice little break in itself. It's like, even though you're still working, you don't have that like stress level hanging over you. So you just can like, do you actually do your job and care about it? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. But I'm taking the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's off anyway. So much like you, I like the next four days are going to just be, hold on, we could do yeah, this. Hold yeah. the line. <laughs> hold. Hold. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I will so. tell you, my hard hat will be spinning on the ground when it is like, <laughs> time to go on Thursday. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I've got, I've got Friday off, thankfully. Uh, Christmas Eve is off because hey, guess what, guys? Hey, if you're hoping to have something shipped on Christmas Eve and it ain't just the wine industry, you are shit out of luck. It is way too late. I oh. hope the local store has it because you ain't <laughs> going to get it. Um, but yeah, the uh, so anyway, now that we've got our convention session out of the way, um, I, I just need to point out Justin is looking insanely dapper. Like, uh, he, he looks like he like put some, uh, you know, that like, you know, that like Ronco tree floss for yeah. your head stuff. It looks like he just hit his beard up with that. Like it is like full and lush looking. This is, this is nice. I will, I'm going to say right now, both of you look like 
you've aged you you've you've gotten younger by like about <laughs> seven years and i feel like i've taken the seven years collectively from both of you and just added them to myself so well, like- <laughs> well to be fair to be fair i i got rid of the beard mm-hmm. and when i lose the beard i de-age myself by like 10 years mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy because i have a lot of like all the all the red in my beard is now white mm-hmm. and it's really mm-hmm. sad <laughs> so when i when i lose all the white out of my face it it de-ages me quite a lot but yeah yeah i went to the uh barber for the first time ever my aunt has always had a salon and stuff so growing up as a kid she's the only person who's ever cut my hair besides myself and so uh megan's brother kale invited me to go to his barber with him or whatever we had to take her little brother killian to get his hair cut too so we went and I got my hair trimmed up and then he took a little straight razor and like shaped yeah. up my beard and stuff. And so it's like super nice. It's the first time I've ever had someone else like actually shape up my beard besides uh, me. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. I was going to say, did you actually go to like, a, you didn't go to like a supercuts. You actually went to like a barber where like they sat you down and like, you know, hooked you up good. And like, you know. Yeah. I mean, like everyone who works there was like Russian. And oh, <laughs> there nice. was like, okay. Well, like, they're like, oh, and they like knew Kale by his like name and stuff. You know, they're like sitting there with like the little gold chain and shit, like hanging out front <laughs> smoking. And then you're coming up and like flick the cigarette in the street. And they're like, bro, you need a shave, <laughs> yeah, bro? bro. <laughs> it's like, bro, you're looking great, man. The, uh, but yeah, the, the proper barber straight razor shave, it's it's one of the best experiences ever. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got the hot towel on my face and stuff afterwards, and it had like some like kind of like aloe kind of smell. Like it was good. That shit saved my life when I was in Vegas one time. Like uh, (laughs) it was for my my now brother in laws that uh, we took him out the night before the wedding in Vegas. And you know, as as you do in Vegas, maybe win a little too big and a little too hard, and so uh, we woke up because we had. A wedding that next day so woke up the next morning pound on the door got him out of the room and like it was like 10 o'clock but uh when i woke it up around a half hour before that i was like oh we're in trouble like this is <laughs> this is this could be very bad and i don't want to see my sister this mad at me if uh i bring her husband to be in very bad shape and so i got us uh the proper treatment barbershop of uh straight razor shave everything to the max and drag his ass down there got the proper shave and all that and that that just brought us both back to life we were feeling good after that like i'm telling you it's world changing yeah something happens when you get that hot towel Mm -hmm. it just it all it all everything brightens in your world well, you realize, I don't know about you guys, but I realize every time, like how often I just like butcher my own face because I don't <laughs> want to wait for the water to get hot, you know? And I'm like, fuck it, it's, it'll heat up as I shave. And so I end up doing <laughs> half my face with like cold water because I don't want to take the time. Mm-hmm. You take like, off like well, five layers of skin. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've done the balancing act of like, oh, like I kind of want my sideburns down to here, and I'm like, well, it's not quite right, and you just get gradually higher and higher, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like fuck it, and then just take them both <laughs> off, and it's like, dude, I ruined it, I botched it. Like, I have to wait for this to grow back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't even think of like twice on this show. I think both Zach and I have had to shave off our beards because we went too low on the mustache. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh. uh the worst was I was doing 
the lower like the lower side i was just trimming it up you know mm-hmm. and i sneezed once <laughs> and just went whoop, like straight up my face with the razor and it was just like i had this strip like running down the side of my face and half my mouth that was just gone and i'm like well, guess it's time to shave it all off. Like, Dude, that's like a scene straight out of Full House or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you're like, how can I save this? And then like you start trying to get creative and like artsy mm. with like your your trimming. You're like, nope. And like slowly but surely it all comes off. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like I, I st- stood there <laughs> staring at the mirror for about five minutes. Like, can I fix this? <laughs> Is this fixable? Before I was like, nah, you're being stupid. Just shave it all off and the beard will be back in a week. It's fine. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, facial hair. It's a blessing and a curse. But Justin's working nice. It's looking good, man. I know, dude. I know. My one regret is like right here is already growing back like incredibly fast. So I mm-hmm. need to like touch it up because i'm getting little hairs already but, but at least you got the line to work off of yeah exactly so. i ha- i got the all i need to do is color wow. within the lines and all <laughs> <laughs> and we and we know you play with others so well so i'm sure yeah it'll be, a, it'll be wow fun. well speaking of playing with others mm. <laughs> that's a good segue yeah shannon why don't you uh enlighten us about it, it, Hey guys, you know what's been a total tire fire for 2021? <laughs> just anything Activision touches, just all of it. Like you just point behind you to the flaming wreckage and tire fire and be like, "That, that's been Activision <laughs> just back there." And uh, Shannon, why don't you give us an update on the latest and greatest? Okay, well, uh, as many of you are probably sitting down getting ready to hear more of their like legal battles, um, we're going to leave that one on the back burner for a little bit to talk about um, Ricochet, which is um, Activision Blizzard's uh, new software that they're using to weed out cheaters. Um, the software is um, basically set at such a level to where if you do get caught cheating in one of their games, it... Uh, not only like blocks your IP address that you're using, but it also blocks like the computers that you're using. Um, Like, I guess there's like some kernel level um, like implementation that they're using to make sure that the cheaters can't get on in any other way, Uh, which is great. Um, It's blocking droves of cheaters. It's taking them offline and creating a much better playing experience for some people. And I say some people because the downside to this uh, is also it's been making the game crash. And there have been other types of bugs um, that are conflicting with the 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 game itself um, so much so that it's becoming unreliable to play and streamers who are you know using call of duty as their primary uh stream uh source of revenue Mm. are bailing uh dr disrespect is no longer has said that he's no longer going to play the game um a couple other heavy hitters are you know saying that they're stopping um I believe one person came out and said that he actually installed it from his computer. So um, Activision is continuing to lose people in droves, uh, so much so that they're actually thinking of switching back from the island map that they just released a week ago um, and going back to their uh, old faithful uh, traditional uh, map. So mm-hmm. who knows if the problem will persist um, when they switch back, if they switch back. 
Uh, I know a lot of their staff are going out on strike or have been out on strike for like the last two weeks uh, because of all the other legal stuff that's going on there. Who knows if they have the manpower to fix this? Um, I thought it was a pretty bad way to implement your uh, your software um, when you don't have the uh, resources necessary to correct it. Seems weird. But yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you needed some, I, I guess I, I could see it. They needed some positive PR. Hey, we can uh, crack down on the cheaters and give you a better playing experience. But uh, a lot of people just, they can't get even, can't give, even get into the game. Uh, they can't get matches. When they do get matches, there's weapon loadouts that are broken or bugged um, and they can't use certain guns. Um, you know, some people's favorite guns are no longer being able to be used. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a bad day right now for them. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out if this ruins uh, Warfare or Warzone. Um, do you guys have anything you want to add to this? I mean, so who, who do you think has had a worse launch since they've gone? Activision with Call of Duty or EA with Battlefield? Because Call of Duty actually seemed like it was all right, but... EA's messed it up after the fact where Battlefield just didn't seem done at all. And, and they're having to like kind of abandon their roadmap for fixing Battlefield now. I almost feel like Battlefield has the worst launch because at least with Call of Duty, they're getting articles like this about shit being fucked up where no one's even talking about Battlefield. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, they're like, please give point. us a yeah. scandal. <laughs> please, yeah. somebody. I think that paper I, shotgun, please. I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, Justin hit it on the nail on the head is I haven't heard anything about Battlefield other than it was off to a really slow start. Yeah. Other than that, like, I know nothing about that game. I saw that they were doing uh, a special event where instead of 128 players on maps, it was 64 players on maps. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not a special event. You just have no player base. Like, yeah, that's, you're just, yeah. <laughs> that's trying to turn a frown upside down, all right? <laughs> right. Like, dude, you had so many full lobbies because you knocked them down to like two persons per lobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, like their NFT like stuff that they released uh, in what their uh, Ghost Recon game. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if they're going to try to make that even uh, double down on that experience and make it worse and then do the same thing with some type of Battlefield thing. Well, that that was Ubisoft. That wasn't. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. My bad. My I bad. Mean, I get those mixed up. They're all kind of just shitty companies. But at this point, but but that wasn't actually EA that did that. So, yeah, there's just so many big companies doing so many shitty things. Um, <laughs> 2021 really year in review. Hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I mean, I understand the the desire to crush the cheating element out of your game because it stops a bunch of new players from joining your game and and all that. But anytime you're taking things down to a base computer operating level, that's that seems intense. I don't know. Yeah, and it also only stops cheaters for a little bit, right? I mean, eventually yeah. people are going to find a way to get around it. Yeah. And and in a weird way, it kind of eliminates like your biggest player base, like our, our most loyal in a way. Probably but not. That's biggest, so but... sad. Like, it's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Like, why do you have to cheat at a video game? Like, I just I don't get it. You can't stream like that, because if you're streaming and you're cheating, people are going to call you out on your bullshit and they're not going to watch you. 
I mean, I have watched YouTube videos that were solely that of like streamers being caught cheating and stuff as part of my like late night. I'm just watching random shit on YouTube videos, <laughs> but it's pretty funny when they caught, and, like they like play it off like I don't know what you're talking about, and everyone's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> it just happened! Like, what are you talking about? You just right? got shot like sixty times and you didn't die. <laughs> you, you sniped a guy through four brick walls. Like, come on! Like, it's pretty obvious what's happening here. I mean. That the, I I'm sure they have you know a fix that will roll out in the next couple of weeks and it'll all blow over, but I think it speaks more to the fact that they're having player count problems anyway, mm-hmm. and so if this just pushes more and more people away, I don't know like these, I don't see a Vanguard having the life of a Modern Warfare or Warzone. Or any of those. Yeah, like, but this isn't even a Vanguard. This is like they for Warzone. You were. Oh, this they is were, part. This is part of Warzone. This is yeah. Part of, okay. Got yeah. It. So it's just like they they went from like the map that they've been using for the past couple of years, and they went to this new like kind of mm-hmm. island off in the Pacific somewhere, and uh, they've been using that for about a week and a half, from my understanding. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah, they they implemented Ricochet, and yeah, it got rid of the cheaters, but it also got rid of a bunch of players. Did it, break your, did it break your phone when you were playing? <laughs> I have online? not. Dude, I haven't played Call of Duty in freaking uh, three or four months now. Wow. I mean, yeah. A lot of Switch RPGs got released, so I understand. That's the problem is I bought a whole bunch of Switch RPGs and didn't play any of them. Play, maybe played like four or five hours in each <laughs> one. <laughs> Can't wait for that Shin Megami Tensei Five review to <laughs> pop up. It'll pop up next year, like probably at the end of next year. Shannon's 2021, 2022. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, something else came up that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, yeah. Scor- Scorn, um, that game that was supposed to come out, I believe, like early 2022. Yes. Got the, pushed back. The weird Geiger looking. Yeah, the, the one with the horse dick in the wall. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, That one got pushed back until I think they said like October 2022. Um, so, mm. I mean, it didn't get just like a small pushback. It got like a pretty sizable, uh, you oh, know, yeah. delay. Um, do you think that was just, uh, do you think that was another COVID of ca- a casualty of COVID or? I, I bet it was. Yeah. Like it. It was one of those things they showed it at what the 2019 E3, mm-hmm. and then uh, they went basically went dark on it after that, and then so you know you're probably having regular delays just in cre- the creative process normally, which and then who knows how a team that's not familiar or not as experienced is adjusting to, you know, working from home and working distantly and, and all that. So I, I could see that where it's just pushed back because they just didn't fig it took a while to figure out how to work. So, well, do you, do you, <clears throat> pardon me. Do you think it was, uh, the fact that nobody knew what kind of game they were making, even the developers. And they were just like, hold on, yeah. we gotta, we gotta spend some more time with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were like, um, it's, it's like a survival horror game. Well, is it? Uh, I think so. Uh, I mean, I know Kojima's done some pretty weird things, but this is above Kojima level. I don't even know what we're making right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like, I know the art looks really cool, so we got that. Okay, but what do you do with the art? I don't really know, man. Like, um, But yeah, the uh, it's, it's a bummer, because like, 
it looks interesting and it'll be on Game Pass, so I kind of want to play it, but I don't know. Like Justin, were you were you really looking forward to scoring? Is this going to bum you out? I mean, it looked like interesting, but it's not like something I've been anticipating, so it's like when it comes out, like you said, if it's on game, I mean, if it's on Game Pass, you know, I'll give it a try. Like that's the beauty of Game Pass that's grown on me is being able to uh, just be like at the low, low price of buying in for free and some hard drive space, be able to just try something out that you might not have tried before. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're really interested in really weird things coming out of walls. Uh, yeah, I mean, down down to try it on Game Pass. But I mean, honestly, if you wanted to play something, uh, what didn't like H.R. Geiger is like the the guy who made the aliens, wasn't he? So, I mean, like if you wanted to do that, couldn't you just play Fireteam Elite, which just dropped on Xbox Live this or, uh, or Game Pass this week? Yeah, but yeah, that but probably sucks. <laughs> a, I was going to say, but there's a chance Scorn's going to be a good game. Like, yeah, I mean, it might not be, but there's a chance where like, I kind of <laughs> know what Fireteam Elite is. But. You know yeah. what you're buying into. <laughs> It's true. What was true, what true. was the what was the alien game that pissed you off so much? Uh, Colonial Marines. Yeah, the Sega <laughs> one. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that game. Uh, I mean, it's it's it. Yeah, it was so bad. It sticks with me. Like you, you ask me that question, and I have it in like a split second. It's still I, stuck in my brain. I hate I'm it. So, that much. I'm so bummed we didn't have this show when that happened because Shannon was so <laughs> livid. We would have gotten weeks of content out of that. Great. I mean, we have second extinction extinction to uh, ta- carry us through. I mean, see the the difference was though you were actually so looking forward to that game. <laughs> I was, like, dude. I was like, Se- Second Extinction was fun. Like in it, it was so bad. It was funny, and like it's become this reference point for us of like, well, <laughs> Second Extinction. Like your feelings were hurt by Colonial Marines. Like that's the difference. Like, oh, yeah, was it was so bad. Fun. It was like I wish that I wish that streaming was a thing back then. Cause I, my initial reaction like would have been jaw agape, like flipping the camera back and forth while this alien is just running right into the ceiling, like over and over again with like nothing there. Like it just tears strolling down my face. Like why did this game come out? Why, uh, why yeah. God? Yeah, it was all bad. So but, funny. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I don't have any more news. You got any, you guys got anything you want to talk about before we go to before well, move I, on? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to because you know when we do our game of the year episode, it's pretty we do you know we don't try to do the like nine hour spectacular game of the year like some <laughs> some websites and stuff do. So it's pretty much like brass tacks of like let's go down our list, talk about the games, so on and so forth. But I kind of want to, and and this is just more top off the top of your head, like I didn't ask you guys for lists or anything, but I just was thinking like we should talk about like some aspects of games that stood out to you that might not make your list, but like what games have like kick-ass music that jump out to you off the top of your head or like visual art style that like really stuck with you. And like maybe the game wasn't all that great, but like it was just something that like really jumped out to you. Like, Justin, I know for you, Loop Hero was one of the games where you just talked on and on about the music. But, like, was there any other games musically that really hit you hard? Um, I mean, honestly, well, for just, like, sound 
it for mm-hmm. sound design and stuff i mean do well one resident evil village with the surround like when you enable the coercion like the sound where you can kind of hear it all around you in the game yeah. like i thought the sound design in that game was really good and then we talked about it before but for unpacking the sound design in that game is insanely good too with setting objects on different objects sure. it makes like a different sound yeah. effect every time like the like fully work and stuff for that's insane. Yeah, unpacking is going to be one of those games that like probably isn't going to make my top ten list. But you you're you are right. Like the just everything from opening the boxes to like putting stuff in drawers to setting things like it always it all felt really good. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like every time you did it, it's like oh that kicks ass. That's awesome. It's um, like it was a nice experience, and I mean, we all played it too, so that mm-hmm. also like says something about it when all of us are actually play and beat something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, not totally. an easy feat. Um, uh, I would you? say I, I don't have anything that sticks out from music. I mean, Forza is always going to be like one of those games that you go to, especially mm-hmm. Hospital Records. That station is a banger. Um, but I would say for like art style, something that really got my attention that probably won't make my list just because there's a whole bunch of other games that came out and I didn't have enough time to play it. But uh, The Ruined King, um, that oh, okay. art sti- the art style in that game was really good. Um, and I liked the creativeness of the the tracks um, that you use to attack, whether it be a strong attack, a quick attack, or a balanced mm-hmm. attack. Um, and like the art style was seamless. The fact that they integrate between like a dungeon crawler to um, attack, like a an RPG style uh, turn based uh, attack system, was pretty cool. Um, so I definitely say that that's something that deserves an honorable mention. I also would throw in there uh, Guardians of the Galaxy for music. Like the use of music mm-hmm. in that game is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the now it, it's it's existing music, so I don't know. Like like I would say Psychonauts two for music was really good as well. Yeah, but yeah, that was also kind of up there for me. As far as like an original soundtrack goes, like the the stuff they were able to weave into that game that helped build out the mood and build out the. Uh, the vibe of the game, I think was really, really cool how they were able to do it. But the, uh, but as far as existing soundtracks, like the Tony Hawkness of the world, uh, guardians kind of killed it. Like every time there's a big fight and like, you know, whams, wake me up before you go, go starts. <laughs> like, it's just like you, you laugh and it's like, okay, that kicks ass. Like, all right, we're in. So, um, yeah. Especially when you go into a huddle and you're like rallying the troops and yeah. then like they pop out and then there's just some like strong rock, rock ballad, like playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it was super dope. Like Barracuda comes on when like, you're like g- coming out of a huddle. You're just like, yeah, we're going to wreck shop right now, dude. Right. Yeah, totally. But um, were there any like performances that really stood out to you, like characters wise or anything in games? Hmm, I don't know. Because like, because um, like Drax totally stole steals the show in in Guardians. Like he's <laughs> he's phenomenal. Him and him and Rocket really. Yeah, I I I don't know. I kind of feel. We'll get it. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but I can, I can see what you're saying. They're there. Those are very strong performances. Um, mm-hmm. I do think uh, Tales Arise has some pretty good uh, voice acting in it as well. OK, um, sure. I did like the, the story and uh, I did get about half of that game done um, and it was good. I, I like the 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 voice acting, the 
they read everything on point with emotion, with inflection. And I believe the, mm -hmm. the people who mix the audio with the visual of the game did a pretty good job. Yeah. And like, and not to bring it back to second us too, but like Raz was really good. The, I forget who the voice actor is, but like, I thought that performance was really, really strong. Yeah, um, one of mine was going to be the the one kind of weird chick from Psychonauts too, the one with the animal, the thing with animals. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Uh, yeah, a lot of her one liners and stuff were really funny, and her character was pretty funny. And um, I don't know, like it's it's one of those years where I feel like, and, and I want to see what you guys think. It feels like it's been like a really strong year for games, but like as far as like the memorable big moment stuff that jumps out, like I don't it's hard to t just off the top of my head, pick down just, you know, like, Oh, that was the, the thing that was awesome, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the problem, right? Is, um, you know, there are a lot of the titles that are in contention. I think this year for our game of the list are games mm -hmm. that aren't really breaking the mold or trying anything new. Uh, you know, there's the halos and the forzas and while sure. they're strong games, they're really good games. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I do also think that they're not really breaking the mold. I mean, it's just more of what you've come to expect. So there aren't any really groundbreaking moments because these big games are kind of entombed in all the lore and uh, what people have come to expect with them. Uh, or or they're like um, improvements on a prior game, like, like Subnautica Below Zero is just a really improved Subnautica across the board. Like it's, it's a better game, a way better story. It actually makes you want to play the story where the first Subnautica was like, I don't know, bro, go swim. Oh wait, we need to figure out like a whole thing with aliens and shit. Okay. I guess like, you know, like it, it felt like a game that was uh beta, like a, a sandbox that they built as a survival game. And then, as the beta testing continued and money kept growing for it, they made an actual game in it where Subnautica below zero feels very much like a Subnautica game planned from the start as a game instead mm -hmm. of just a sandbox. Um, Pokemon snap, another game that I thought was a great improvement on the old title, but to your point, there's an existing formula. It's not like it was a new thing on any level like that, those that game is old as hell. They just made a good new one, you know, mm -hmm. or uh, ratchet and clank. Um, yeah. A perfect example. Perfect example. Yeah. Ratchet and clank. Yeah. So, I mean, th there's a lot of games that are going to be our top 10 that like, you can't really think of a memorable thing. Cause they're all just that, that, op that opening parade sequence from ratchet and clank is, is, <laughs> is fun. Yeah. yeah. Like that's rad. When you're jumping between the balloons and all that stuff, like that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, guys, I don't know if Ratchet and Clank's making my top 10. Like, wow. I was, I was thinking about that this weekend and going, you know, I like the game. It was fun. I had a good time. I'm happy I played it. Is it one of the best 10 games of the year, though? Like, outside of how it looks? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, you're, it's some bold talk. Uh, I mean, I, I would be at now I will tell you, I am more interested in your top 10 list than I was about five okay. minutes ago. All right. Uh, That's just fair. with, with ratchet not being on the list. I kind of want to know what's going to beat that out. Um, yeah, there have been some like late hot entries 
coming at this list. Like Forza's Forza exists, dude. Like I'm sorry, but it's there. <laughs> I will tell you, Forza after playing multiplayer with Justin is yeah. going to be a lot lower on my list than I thought it was going to which, be. Which is absolutely fair. Like that is a hundred percent fair because that sounds like just such a bummer. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. It was so bad. Like it's when all. Like seriously, uh, I guess I can go into it right now. But uh, mm. when Justin got locked out of the game. <laughs> And I was racing and he was just watching the title card like of the of the race. His car was on the map like he was at the finish line waiting there and it was solid as hell. It was like a brick. And then Mm. there was like five other cars that were behind him in the line that weren't moving because he was blocking the path that they wanted to take to start. So like they were just there waiting. So like oh, I come around the turn at like 100 miles an hour and there's like six cars at the finish line that are just in the line, like waiting to get plowed into. And I rammed the hell out of like three of those cars, like the first time going around that that track. But it did not get any better. Like the more and like the more NPC cars hit that pile, they would just stop. It was like huh? a, it was like a virus or something. Like They were all just like stop. So by the end of the race, like I basically just had to ram like 15 cars. Oh, to shit. like get across the finish line. <laughs> That's fine. So, yeah, it was bad. Bad experience. Um, but yeah, like Guardians. Guardians is probably going to make that list, which I never saw coming. But that game owns. Like that game rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, and then it's like you know, Justin's got his like five people made this game top <laughs> ten list and. <laughs> Yeah, Ella kid coming in with the hotness to, to stop <laughs> I mean, it it was a really good game. <laughs> which which I'm not even I'm not even pointing. But it's just like there's all those games exist that I'm not touching. You mm-hmm. know, like Shannon's playing. You know, ten percent of RPGs that I'm sure kick ass. <laughs> like it was like a weirdly super strong year and not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of the big hitters, just you know, like. I'm not buying it, but yeah, the Diablo two remake seemed to fall flat on its face. Even, Mm -hmm. even for the people that bought it, like I'm not a call of duty guy, but that didn't seem to hit, you know, battlefield seemed like a total shit show right from the get go. Like it's, there are some big misses in this year, but like, seems like a hell of a big year for indie games. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was going to say right now, looking at my, about my current 10 list, it's about, 60 40 60 percent indie games 40 percent triple a and i mean you know loop hero inscription like those are all those are all big hitters. 12 minutes you know like come on now like dude yeah so funny like 12 minutes is one that i put on the list like not on it's not going to be anywhere on my game of the year list mm-hmm. but it's one of those ones where i actually almost considered putting it like somewhere towards the end just because the story like was a pretty it was a pretty interesting ride sure but i was like no i was like i couldn't do it but but to circle circle back around to like the voice acting though like there were some big hitters in 12 minutes and i didn't think those were good performances you know like i kind of just didn't i don't know yeah, I mean, William Defoe is like the only one that stood out. And even then, it's like I've seen peak William Defoe. And that yeah. was just like, <laughs> I'm I'm just getting a fucking check in the mail. William Defoe. Yeah. 
what is it beyond two souls william defoe defoe you know like <laughs> yeah hey how's your birthday you know like that all that shit <laughs> it's like, all right bro let's turn the creep let's turn the creep meter down just a little please um but yeah i just kind of wanted to because we're gonna do our proper game of the year show in what, t- two weeks so we decided two weeks mm, sure i think so yeah i mean i think it'll be pretty hard to get everybody together uh for um the day after christmas yeah we might not have a show next week. I don't know. <laughs> Either that or it might be a delayed show coming out on Monday, recording Monday or something. We'll figure it out. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what everyone's list is. See, so, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe the Power Wash Simulator multiplayer is like the bee's knees and it rockets to the number one on both Shannon and I's list. Who knows? <laughs> who can tell? I know you, you guys got to wash some cars together. Hey, Shannon, Shannon did, you do, did you do the Ferris wheel? I, I have not done the Ferris wheel. Oh, I, I, I did the Ferris wheel. It's good. <laughs> the whole Ferris wheel moves. You can ride it. It's that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. That sounds like a great time. And I'm definitely thinking that we should get some type of Twitch stream done where, okay. uh, like, we just all go out as dads in, like, our white New Balances and start capping on each other as we're, like, improperly pressure washing something. I love but, it. Um, but Why yeah, are you using the white nozzle. That thing sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody should be using the white nozzle right now. Nobody. <laughs> you don't even have an extension on your hose. What the hell's wrong with you? Why are you spraying horizontally when you should be going vertically? <laughs> Just spend the money on the metal cleaner. God damn it. Like you're making this take twice as long. <laughs> yeah. Just get the all purpose one and call it a day. I'm telling you. <laughs> telling you. Number one with a bullet, Power Wash Simulator. Dude, I'm telling you, it's going to be on that list. So you better be ready. You better play it. <laughs> yeah, Justin, have you played that? I haven't played it yet. Oh, Dude, the people that made... I'll, I'll tell you right now, the people that made Power Wash Simulator need to hit me up because uh, I'm thinking about coming out with Sam, Sand Blaster Simulator. And like it's the Ooh. same thing, but you just blast things with sand. <laughs> you just strip paint off of things. I, I love it. You can just like you know work on old cars. You yeah, know? pretty much. It's the same thing. You don't have to change anything except instead of water, just make it look a little like, like you know, foggy, like a little bit more yeah, sandy. And instead gritty. of like the paint getting clean, just have it being removed. It's fine. I still love, I still love the Zen experience of a little power wash in there. Um, I went on Steam to like look, just look at Power Wash Simulator to see if it was on sale. And I was mm-hmm. looking at the reviews, and the first review that came up was this dude 15 hours on record and it says not only is it cheaper than therapy but it's also more emotionally fulfilling <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- also not wrong not wrong like that, mm-hmm. that that was a great and and i will say not to give them a free commercial here uh they have been supporting this product very mm-hmm. well like they keep adding modes they keep adding levels um I, I do enjoy the fact that they seem to be building out an entire theme park into the game. Like it started with some weird slide thing and the, or it started with carousel. Then they added the weird slide thing and now there's a Ferris wheel and you can see all of the other pieces you've cleaned before when you do it. It's just oh, nice. cool. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. Um, should we talk a little about what we've been playing? What do you think? Yeah, please. All right. All right. So before we talk about what me and Shannon have been playing, because I've been dying to talk about that, 
Uh, I, I regretfully declined to um, discuss a game last week that I really meant to. It's on Game Pass. It's called Deer Simulator. <laughs> and that's a deer with like five E's. If you're going to look it up. Now, my son decided he was going to download the soft game pass and play it. And at first it's like, it looks like a polygon deer wandering around a polygon town. And I'm like, what the hell is this game? Like, it looks like it's like early PS2 level graphic style. And then he hits a button and all of a sudden the deer jumps up on two legs and it's holding its two arms out like this. Like it's going to punch someone and it's running sprinting at full speed <laughs> at like, wh- okay, what is this? And now there's a giant koala hanging off a, uh, a skyscraper in this town. And Oh, by the way, you can shoot as this deer. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're shooting from, but you shoot. And if you happen to hit the koala, who's like, you know, 80 feet in the air off the skyscraper. He shoots giant laser beams out of his eyes and tries to kill you. <laughs> so now you need to kill the koala. This is just, this is like the first 10 minutes of the game. Like it's, this game did all the drugs, dude. It just did all of the drugs. Like it's insanity. And it's kind of awesome. Like my eight year old played this and beat it. Like, so it's not hard. It's not like the craziest thing challenge in the world, but oh my God, the just overall insanity of this game. It was like, it was like Justin's id made a video game. (laughs) It was kind of nuts. So if, if you're looking for something to just boggle your mind and you have game pass, give Deer simulator a try. Cause play it for the final boss fight. It doesn't take too long. You'll get there in like four or five hours. That final boss fight where you fight you, which is just (laughs) like, I guess it's like you're human before you became a deer. Uh, Bro, there's ambulances that grow polar bear legs uh, and attack you. Um, Guys come at you with like lightsabers and grow really long necks. Um, let's see. There's now the koalas have become like dudes in skivvies that are like <laughs> shooting laser beams at you out of their eyes. It, it makes you really just want to take some hard drugs and play it. I'm telling you, like, it seems like I, that life was never me, but it seems like it would be a really good time. I'm just saying like, change, change your mental landscape and go play some deer simulator. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get to what I've been dying to talk to Mr. Shannon more about. Guardians of the Galaxy. Shannon, your thoughts. It, it, it is a great game. Uh, Hell yeah, it is. So I was I was a little worried, a little skeptical going into it. Of course uh, you were. It's, and it's, it's the company that made the Avengers game. Like, of course yeah. you're skeptical. Yeah. And uh, right away, like uh, the story was already different uh, because, you know, in the movies, uh, Peter Quill's mom dies of cancer uh, and you're just like and then he gets like whisked away. This one, it's a little different. Uh, You know, the mom is alive and is and dies in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, So initially I was like, okay, like this is going to be different. Like this is not something I'm going to expect. Uh, to go the same way as any of the Marvel lore, which you had talked about. Yeah. So and also, uh, it's in the 
it's in like the early 80s versus like the 70s. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's like little changes. So I'm all there. Uh, Star Lord, the band is dope. Like I want to yeah. find like that. I want to I want to find those songs. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm already into it because I like the music. I I like. The graphics uh, are good. The hair is a little wonky, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the most part, it starts off strong. Uh, I like the um, interaction. I do feel that is a little faster pace than I was expecting. Um, I know when I was grilling you about it, um, you know, you you said be prepared for more of like a story based. But I yeah. think they do a pretty good balance between uh, integrating the story with the action. Um, sure. I do. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not I haven't beaten the game yet. Uh, I think I'm probably I've just met like the I've just run into the cult. Um, I've gone back to pay my fine. So there is um, a lot of game left. Like oh, that's really? the one that's the one thing I didn't expect, Like, because I never looked up a walkthrough or anything mm-hmm. with this game. And there were multiple times where I'm like, oh, this feels like it's wrapping up like, OK, this, we're, we're getting to a big boss battle or something. This is going to wrap up. And no, no, it does not. Like it keeps going and, and it's good. Like it never, to be clear, it doesn't feel like it overstays its welcome. Like it's, it opens up another door and I'm very excited to keep going down. But, uh, I want to say there are 15 or 16 chapters. Oh, nice. In that game. And, and I felt it was going to wrap up around six at one point. And then like (laughs) at nine, I'm like, Oh, we're still. And then at 12 also like chapter 12, they basically tell you like characters are talking throughout the whole thing. Like you guys ready for this big battle? Yeah, we're going to do it. All right, let's get geared up. Like, okay, big battle time. Let's go. And then you get there and it's like, Oh, Oh, we're not doing a big battle. We're keep going. It's just uh, <laughs> chapter 13. Like, okay. Like shit. Yeah. But, I was, I was really surprised. Cause I felt like I was, uh, I felt like I was killing things at a pretty decent rate. Um, you know, I, in the beginning, it gives you the option on how challenging you want this to be, whether, you know, you want Peter's lasers to do either really low damage or really yeah. high damage. So I thought that was pretty cool that there's mm-hmm. like a sliding scale there. Uh, and, you know, even at medium, I felt like I was killing things like it, in the beginning, it was challenging and then it yeah. got better. Then once I got to the cult, like, I don't feel like Peter's lasers do anything and I'm relying heavily on my team to pick up the slack. So it's like, you know. Uh, I got Groot like holding everybody in place. And then I got raccoon uh, rocket, like fire carpet bombing the place. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, whatever doesn't die with that. I have, um, you know, um, Drax uh, mm-hmm. stunning him. And then I have um, what's her name? Gramora, uh, like uh, stabbing everybody. So, you know, and then it's wait and recharge for that whole like uh, combo to start again and then use it. So, so the, the, tip I will give you for this part mm-hmm. is uh, the elemental attacks become really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter's like, as you unlock those, they become very important to different enemy types. And there's like a little in the, in their life bar. If there's an icon there, it tells you like what they're susceptible to mm-hmm. lean on that because that becomes important. And also use the, uh, the ability points you earn from battles to upgrade the team members attacks mm-hmm. because if you cycle through those different attacks, you get a lot more effectiveness depending on the enemy type. Like the cleric dudes uh, are way, they take a lot more damage if Groot does his like pound the ground spikes come out thing than if you Mm -hmm. just use him to use Groot to hold them in place and have everyone else do damage. So Mm -hmm. it, but you need 
I want to say like six ability points to unlock that for Groot. So it's things like that become important. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. I like it a lot. Um, I do feel that in some parts of the game, uh, it was created and directed by a 15 year old boy. Oh, uh, because I will tell you when you get to that huntress and like she walks up in that bodysuit and like 90% of your dialogue camera angles are right behind her butt. Mm -hmm. Um, you're just like, wow, they spent, first of all, a, they spent a lot of time shading that, butt. uh, (laughs) looks good. Second of all, like that woman is thick. Third of all, it made it really uncomfortable with me watching that scene with my girlfriend in the room. Like, you know, her being like, what the heck is going on Uh, here? (laughs) You're like just playing guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. But yeah, it was um there and you know there are it's it's a little buggy in some spots like there are sometimes I have had some bugs, yeah. Yeah, there are sometimes when I've had uh I've responded in a dialogue tree too fast mm. and the dialogue tree stays up and then it's like it's just like I keep choosing the silent uh option like so like I don't really have an input and like they just keep bickering back and forth between each other. Gotcha. So I've had that happen a couple times and then uh, later on when they're having the argument um, revolving around whether they're going to go pay the fine or uh, bounce. Mm-hmm. There's like one scene where Peter Quill's like animation when they look at his face, he is it brings me back to like the uh, Assassin's Creed where like the eyes and the <laughs> mouth were there Creed and everything. Else was, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just like reeks of some of that. But I mean, overall, I'm enjoying it. And it's funny because when you said there was 15 chapters, it wasn't like I was like, oh, yeah, chapters. Uh, crap. Yeah, I was excited. I was and relieved because I think in my first play, my first playthrough, I got to like chapter four. And then I was like, wow, I was like, I'm flying through this game. How many chapters are there? And now, you know, it seems like the chapters are getting drawn out a little bit more. They're a little longer uh, and there's a lot more to do. And yeah, there's a lot more challenges. Uh, Those um, those guys with the shields, the big brute guys Uh, with the shields in the The front, the converted Novacore people. Yeah, like they're they're a challenge, especially if you get two of them in a really small room. Um, They're a handful. Uh, so it'll be, I'm excited to play more of it. And then, okay. So you, I'm trying to figure out where you are without doing spoilers. So you haven't met the church leader yet. Mm -mm. No, no, I've seen him. Like we've been, we were were like, do I was doing the spot where like you get into the ship or or the headquarters and you see, um, the, the lady ship that arrested you. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, we're going to go there. We're going to pay that fine. And rocket raccoon, like the whole time is just complaining that he doesn't want to do it and then you get on the base and it's empty but it looks like there's been a firefight you get to the you crawl through the the tight spot and you see this huge towering figure and you see a bunch of of plebes like in front of them and it looks like there's some gold light going into um some crystal Mm -hmm. and then all hell breaks loose they you know they see you 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 have the option of whether to talk into the helmet or not and then you have to get your ship uh, and then I've just gotten my ship back. I've just watched the other ship fly away and um, uh, we're at nowhere. We just landed on nowhere. I've gone okay. to the bar um, and uh, we did the storm Raiders. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're so you're right on the precipice of meeting like two of the most rad characters in the game. Nice. Uh yeah, that's that's the thing. So if if you're not aware, Shannon has probably played five to six hours at this point, and there's still characters coming in this story that are phenomenal, that are so good, and like 
you don't even know until they show up. And, and it's like, they're there for, you know, two hours and with you and then they, di- and then they bounce and then they dip. But like, it's for the two hours they're there. They're phenomenal. They're so fun. <laughs> like, yeah. That's awesome. Great. But yeah, it's good. It's going to be on my game a, of the year list. We should do a spoiler cast on it at some point. Like, Hell yes. Like uh, seriously, yeah. I plan when I go on my vacation, that's one of the things I have on my list is to beat that game. Yeah. Can like complete it 100%. And, and that, what that game has going for it is, it is absolutely one of those games where you will start it and eight hours has disappeared. And you were just like, what, what just, why is it dark outside? What just happened to me? Like there are so many times where I will put the kids to bed. So usually it means I start playing about nine, nine 30 at night, hoping Mm -hmm. to be like, I'll get an hour down before I go to bed. And next thing I know it's one in the morning and I'm like hating life, you know, (laughs) what did I do to myself? But mm-hmm. I mean, God, I'm probably in, I should look at my playtime on it. I got to imagine I'm 18 to 20 hours in at this point. And, wow. Have you beaten it yet? Uh, no, I'm got, I'm on, I think the last chapter, 15, <laughs> I think okay. it's one of those things where I don't, and if, if there's more after this, bro, I don't know. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be some shit that comes out of hard left field, like the way they've got the story going at this point. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. It's so good. And I was telling nice. Justin, I was telling Justin last week, it cracked me up because my son is so like not a Marvel or Star Wars person. They don't have dinosaurs, so he doesn't care is really mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, he was he was watching me play it and there was uh, there's a part with the space battle and he's like, oh, what Star Wars game is this? And I'm like, what? This is Star Wars. Like, look at the look at the screen. This is uh, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. He's like, I don't know, man. They both take place in space. Why isn't this Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a like oh i failed you as a parent moment <laughs> but but maybe i saved him instead you know mm-hmm. speaking, yeah, of, speaking of cults fucking star wars um <laughs> but yes so now let's talk about something we've all played including justin skanking to the beat carter justin why don't we talk <laughs> a little bit about halo yeah, no, I uh, I downloaded the campaign. I got to right now. I just got to <laughs> how, where. How, ma- how many things did you have to delete to fit it on your <laughs> a, a lot. <laughs> like if I pictured a you ask, like I pictured you asking me that, and then Thanos saying it cost me everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it basically did. I have Forza. Hey, or God, <laughs> uh, uh, see, you did that on purpose. I know. You did that on purpose. <laughs> I got Forza, I got Halo, I got, um, was it Firewatch, and then like maybe like two other things on the Xbox. Wow, Firewatch! Wow, yeah, that's yeah, a, well, that's that, an old pull. Yeah, that just came out on Game Pass. That's one of the other things I've been playing. But um, Halo. But yes, I got to the point where it the world just kind of opened up, and now I did like one or two of the claiming like the base. Okay. Yeah. So you got you got to the got to the ring, right? Yeah. And you now you're just doing the forward operating base stuff. Yeah, just kind of yeah. like moving okay. around on the map, dude. The the grapple hook is the way to go, though, dude. That thing is Hell bad yeah. as. I mean, mm-hmm. most rooms, I'm just like, if I can run past them with the grapple hook, I'm just like plowing through. I'm like, see ya. Like just like, <laughs> or I'll just grapple hook up in the people and just punch them, and I that's how I like take out entire rooms. I'm like, couple needles, and then I'm like, punch, 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 and just like. 
grappling around, <laughs> zipping around on the floor everywhere. So I upgraded my grapple to where it shocks people now and stuff. Yeah, so that's dude, cool. Like that's so good. and then it's swing so on good. it. I want to get the next one where it does the faster. I almost fell off a level at one point. I like over jumped and I was like, oops. And I'm like falling down the side of the mountain. I fucking grappled my way back up from the <laughs> brink of death. It literally took me like six minutes because it's like you're just flinging your way up and i'm like come on reload reload. i'm just mashing the button and just like back up and then megan's like dude you're not gonna make this and then she's like oh my god i think you're gonna make this i'm like dude oh my god i think and then oh my god we're both yelling like Like, i wasted like eight minutes and i probably could have been faster if i just fucking respawned but you know what it was the principle of the thing Uh, i will i will tell you i ran into a couple spots where i don't understand this right you get an open world you give somebody an open world and a grappling hook. And then you put these invisible walls in places where you don't want them to use the grappling hook to circumvent your map, your map. Mm-hmm. Like there's a spot like probably when you first start like and you hit that first forward operating base, there's a cluster of like marines that are like either in distress or ca- have been captured in the bottom like left corner. And in order to get there, like I just went straight over the ridge with my grappling hook, super easy peasy. I get to the spot where like I'm super high up on my side. And then on the other side, there's some hexagons that are like super low. And I'm like, okay, it's kind of a far jump, but I'm pretty sure I could hit this with my grappling hook and be fine. I jump off of the pet off of where I'm at and I'm like falling and I'm like, okay, here we go. Time it. Got it. Hit the ledge perfectly. I get my arms out. I'm going following the zip line perfectly and all of a sudden there's an invisible wall i hit it and my grappling hook and my arm keep going but then uh, i fall like straight down the ravine <laughs> i must have tried it like four different points on the same like further down the ravine at the same height level and it wouldn't do it and i was like this sucks like i have to go all the way around that those five guys are just going to stay there captured forever uh so i've and i've run into that a couple times navigating the map and it's frustrating it's a bummer uh, also, I've been killed by grunts more than I think any other uh, character or enemy in that game. Like the grunts always hide in the bush and then you fight a brute and then the grunt comes out at the end and just like shoots you in the head with like that one bullet kills you. It's really annoying. Like I will say that is kind of one of my complaints is not knowing like with the grappling hook what is grappable and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of times where I feel like I should be like, like when I was in the ship, I was trying to like get up to the second floor just by grappling instead of using the stairs. And there's multiple times where I'm like hitting stuff and it's like, nope, nope, nope. And then it's like I hit a wall or a ceiling or something. And then it finally like clicked and let me go up. But it's like, dude, I'm like testing everything. I'm like, I don't know what exactly I can and can't fucking hit with this. <laughs> it doesn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, 90% of the time, my use of the grappling hook is shooting at the ground right in front of me. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was pretty much using. I was just like, zoop, 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 yeah. zipping around. And then, and, and then you immediately go into the slide. So you just like cover a ton of ground super fast and then pop up and grapple hook again. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good times. And those snipers, dude, those snipers on the on the, the enemy team, bam. Like if, the, if they got a laser on you, you're done. Like they're yeah. quick. Sh- they got two shots back to back that are just going to douse you. 
Yeah, but then you uh, get the big, like, you know, spike gun and just nail them to a wall. And it's so, like, (laughs) it's so satisfying. If you can find it, like, I don't know what it is with these people, like, what they're shooting at before they're shooting at me. But every time I find somebody, even if I get them when they haven't fired a shot at me, it's only got, like, 65 to 70% Mm. on their charge. I'm like, dude, what are you shooting at? Like, there's got to be, like, a short that somebody makes where there's just, like, random, like, enemies, like, shooting at random things. Like, you know, just for shits and giggles, waiting for somebody to show up. Um but yeah, it's just um, like that would be my biggest complaint is when you find a gun that you like that the enemy has, it's rarely something you hold on to for longer than one or two skirmishes. Oh, that like Mangler handgun, though, is mm-hmm. legit. Like you can take down yeah. anything in two shots with that. Like I love shooting people's helmets off with it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That gun is legit. <laughs> it's fun. That is probably one of the more fun guns to use. Um, I find the the yeah, that. Um, that impaler is mm-hmm. a pretty good gun to use. Um, I'm a fan of the sniper rifle, the Marine sniper rifle, not yeah. the, uh, the energy one. That Marine yeah. one is super dope. And, um, I would probably say the, uh, it's like a, a machine gun with a, a zoom in scope. That's got like your, uh, your ammo readout on the side and like yellow letters. It's like mm-hmm. another one of those Marine guns. That one like claps pretty hard too. So, uh, those are, I think are my go-to guns. Um, the gravity hammer is pretty cool, but like yeah. I've only come across one enemy that's had the gravity hammer. Um, one of my other complaints is that you have a dash, uh, like a dash mm-hmm. um, dodge ability. You have a shield, you have the grappling hook mm-hmm. and uh, the threat detector. And you can only use one of those at a time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It seems I don't like that you have to replace your grappling hook to mm-hmm. use one of those. It, I, I understand why they did it, I guess, but it just seems to, I mean, sure. You would be a little too OP if you could just equip all of them at once, maybe, but fuck it. I'm master chief. Let me equip it all at once, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point of this game is you are super OP and like, single-handedly taking out an army by yourself you know like that's that's literally the point of the game like just let me have the grappling hook and the shield at the same time like Mm -hmm. yeah like i think that's the thing is i think the grappling hook should be a staple Mm -hmm. and then the other three things should be like your switch outs like which one do you want um and, and that would be fair i don't think you would be too op because in all honesty like the monsters in this one or the enemies in this one seem to be more lethal, especially mm-hmm. when you get an elite uh, or one of the um, the banished yeah. um, majors around. Like they are not people that you want to be in close quarters with. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't think um, Master Chief really feels like the superhero he did in the other ones. I think he feels mm-hmm. a lot more on equal footing here, if with, not with, with the big with the big dudes, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, yeah. I do I do enjoy, though, just his one-liners. They're always mm-hmm. like, never mind, it'll be enough. I kick <laughs> out big names. It's fine. You know? Yeah, even even uh, the weapon is just like, are you going to say anything? Are you going to respond? Uh, okay, I guess we're... Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to talk. I'll be the talky one, and you do either shooty yeah. one. I mean, the game, op- <laughs> the game opens with, like... You've got one bullet versus an army. It'll be enough. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> all right, sure. Like, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, like there's that one scene where like you, uh, you rescue the, um, 
the Spartan who is being tortured. Yeah. And like, he's like dying and he's like telling you like all these things and he goes down and you don't say a damn thing. You put your yep. hand on his shoulder and you turn around and you're just like murder. <laughs> That's yeah. basically like, she's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, kill him or something like that. And yeah. I'm just like, all right, I guess that's what we're doing. Though, <laughs> though the uh, when you do get the energy sword from that part, mm-hmm. and then have the lightning grappling hook ability, that's a fun one-two combo. When you're just mm-hmm. like grapple into your chest, oh, energy sword to your face as I fly in <laughs> from thirty feet away. Like, yeah, that's that's good times. Yeah, it's it, I mean, they do. There are a lot of high points and there are a lot of like average points. And uh, I think seeing the map, like mm-hmm. I was expecting a lot more on the map. And from what I've heard is the that is the map, like the yeah. map that you see there is the map. And there, it's very sparse uh, in between. Like, I think the people who made this game are banking more on people playing the multiplayer than the game. Uh well, and, and it makes me curious how much they mean when they say Halo Infinite. Like, is is are we not getting a Halo Infinite 2? Are they just going to keep adding sections to that map? You know, like, it's going to be like, oh, next year, big update. Here's a whole new section with a whole new enemy type or something like that. You know, on the on the Halo, I could I could see something. Along yeah, because it kind of seems like this is a best of like all of the enemies that you've ever fought in Halo are back yeah. and like they're all on the same team. <laughs> you know, it's like the all stars. But uh, I, I will say bullshit story aside, because the story is bullshit. Like, let's not mince words like it's it's bad, but <laughs> I kind of appreciate. And I said last week, I kind of appreciate that they seem to know it's bad and don't care. Like they're like, yeah, bro, did you play Halo Wars now? Fuck it. I don't care. Anyway, shoot those dudes. <laughs> and like, oh, Cortana, I, go read a book about it, man. I ain't got time to tell you about Cortana. Just you got a new weapon now. It's fine. Like she's called the weapon. Her name? Who cares? You don't need a name. She's weapon. Move on. Like just, just go shoot dudes. Like get out of here. Um, and I kind of appreciate that. But at the same time, the shooting and the the actual like gameplay of that game just kicks ass it's so Mm -hmm. good like i wish there was a better story around it like i wish there they had put effort and time into that but i think they got so bogged down with just the halo lore bullshit Mm -hmm. that they essentially gave up and just were like hope you know what's going on if you don't i don't really care moving on (laughs) and uh because like the running and gunning in that game just kicks ass like it's so good yeah it's very satisfying to hear that like crunch like when you get yeah. that like that final hit on somebody to let you know that it they're not going to be a threat anymore. That's like a very rewarding sound to hear. Um, but I, I wish that they took the shooting mechanics in the game itself and put that over in the multiplayer because like they feel like um, the, I mean, in the multiplayer it feels like those people are just bullet sponges. Uh, and in the Halo game proper, it does feel a little bit more balanced. So, agreed agreed that would be my only gripe and the fact that i'm finding armor in the story campaign that i'm going to use in the that i'm never going to use in the multiplayer is kind of a bummer i don't know i kind of like that i think that's kind of cool like the they incentivize people to play the the halo campaign by just adding armor pieces in the world like i think i don't know it's one of those things like i i see your point but for me it's like 
how are you going to get your huge multiplayer base to actually play this thing your team to spend a ton of time on? You know, like years. And they essentially pushed the reset button when it was supposed to launch and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, like there was a, a lot of money spent on that campaign. And, and I think they didn't finish it. Like, I still think it's cut corners on a lot of places just to get it out the door. But, man, shooting dudes feels real good. I don't know. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, I was going to say, I also really enjoy taking, like, the little yellow energy cores and, like, when you chuck those, like, <laughs> oh, those are great. When, you, yeah. when you land one of those on someone and they just, like, blow back, like, 30 feet into the wall, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a meme that was like the great, the greatest MVP of Halo Infinite. And it was just a picture of one of those. Yeah, <laughs> was, like, I can't tell you how many of the banished uh, elites I've killed with those because like you get into that one room. I don't know how far you've gotten. If you've gotten to the there's a laser, um, like a mining laser, like mm-hmm. maybe halfway up the map. And like when you have to disable that thing, that boss fight is in a small room with a dude with a big hammer. And I struggled with that one a lot. I struggled with that. That so, fight. I have to ask you, did you like me laugh when you were like, Oh, I have to shut down the big mining laser. Like, <laughs> haven't seen this a million effing times. Like Jesus Christ guys. Like you couldn't come up with anything original here. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I had the problem though. And I, and I rushed that one. Right. Cause like you have to like take out, like th- I think there's like three different spots before you can actually go to the laser itself. Mm-hmm. So like, I just like, threw grenades like everywhere and everything blew up at the same time. And then it triggered like three or four events at the same time. Oh, that's funny. So I was just like, oops, I need to run. And then when I ran, I ran into the lasers like main spot which oh, started the main battle. So I was like, well, there's nowhere I can go now. I just yep. got to fight. I just got to swing my way out of this one. You're like, uh, yeah, guess we're doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It was bad. All bad. <sighs> but uh, Justin, I mean, are you enjoying the halo? I mean, no, it was definitely fun. Like I pretty much used. <laughs> I thought he was just about to be like, "No, not at all." Uh... <laughs> I'm done. No, uh, no, I uh, I used pretty much the needler for like that entire like first area to like get out during like the entire escape. I was just like, "Yep, give me the needler," and then I had the little uh, plasma pistol or whatever that like never really depletes. Mm-hmm. And I was, so I was just running through with that and just like, do, 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 do. And just pretty much used my grapple like the entire mm-hmm. way, like meleeed everything that I possibly could. And then like shot and meleeed everything I couldn't. The I'm one s- like first boss dude I took out was just like four grenades straight. I just ran into the room <laughs> and I was just like, one, two, three, four. And he went down. <laughs> I'm surprised you like the needler. Like is like, is that your like go to gun in Halo or? Well, because I don't really like. It's kind of like a Halo icon, I guess, mm-hmm. or like a staple of the game. And I think out of like all the like really sci-fi like web, like that's my favorite of like the alien kind of tech looking weapons. Like I don't think it's the necessarily like the best, but I just enjoy like the aesthetic. I know in two, like remember when two came like dual wielding kneelers was like the craziest fucking thing you could do, and you're just like blah, 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 like murdering everybody with them. <laughs> um so I've just kind of stuck with it. I've played with some of the other guns and stuff, but Needler is kind of like all reliable for me. Mm. Gotcha. I mean, it's 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 fun when they explode. It's a cool effect, you know. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, your what's your go to, Zach? Uh, I like the 
the like advanced assault rifle. I'm blanking on the name of it, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's one of the one of the assault rifles. I do enjoy the sniper, mm-hmm. which is fun. Uh, but the Mangler has been my go-to. I've played probably 80% <laughs> of that game with the Mangler. Like, that, that rules. That's awesome. It also has a good shotgun. Every now and once in a while, you'll find the shotgun. And that mm-hmm. that's a that's a fun room-clearing gun. I just wish it held a little more ammo. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only mm-hmm. thing about it. But, yeah. uh, so, Justin, what, what uh, made by four artisan game creators game have you been playing this week? <laughs> Okay, well, I've been playing a couple. <laughs> so, uh, first one I want to talk about is, so, Inscription came oh, out. Oh, yes. Yes, with the, was it Casey Casey's Mod? Casey's Mod, yeah. Yeah, with the Casey's Mod, which it's a expansion to it, but it's more, it is, Mod is fitting because, one, it's not really out yet. It's kind of in development, so it's a little buggy. And stuff still, but it's essentially what they did was they took the entire first section, Leshy's cabin and stuff, and made it its own thing where you can infinitely play the cabin and you kind of loop through the maps. Um, stuff gets a little harder as you go. Um, mm-hmm. they he added new cards, some new like abilities and stuff, and then certain spots on the map have been like tweaked and like edited and stuff to like where you can double down on certain things. So okay. there was a lot of changes, and I uh, downloaded. You can download on Steam, and you just have to kind of enter the code and stuff to gain access to it. And dude, it's pretty. It's pretty legit. I mean, I loved Inscription the first time, and like, let's just, the cabin's like the best part. Yeah, and getting to go through. And so I've played through a couple rounds, and from my experience, like a lot of the stuff they added is really cool. Like for bonfires now. When you initially in the original game, when you initially go to those, you it'll increase like a creature's attack or health mm-hmm. or um, whatever in the little spot, and it was just a one and done. Like you put the card, you do it, and then it does a little text and you leave. Well, now you can double down on it where you can do it once, and then it's like you could try to do it again, but the people around the fire are also looking hungry, so they might eat your card. Yeah. And they're like, so the choice is yours. And every time, every run, I attempt it. And <laughs> I've only gotten it to work once. And I've gotten Oof. burned every other time. <laughs> but I learned it. So the first time I used my wolf, and I was like, okay, we're going to risk it, double down. And I lost it. And it was like one of the best starting cards in my deck. And I'm like, well, I'm like, kind of fucked myself on this. But <laughs> so then the next time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to double down every time. But now I'm going to start using like, the shit I don't want. So then I'm like, <laughs> if I get to double down and it works, then it's slightly better card. Now, if I lose it, I don't give a shit because it's not something that I even really want in my deck. So I I've been doing that. So me losing the cards hasn't been that impactful, mm. but, uh, but no, it's been a lot of fun. It's interesting too. Cause they switch like the bosses around. So it's like, I had, the angler like as my first boss the one time but then i had the uh the hunter the skinner or whatever as like the next one gotcha so it kind of switches everything around but it's been a lot of fun the other game i've been playing though which i never played and it also came out on expat expass the xbox <laughs> game pass expass that's like the next one right 
um, Firewatch, which I've heard really oh, good yes. things. Ab- I've heard really good things about, um, but I never played it when it came out. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, it's on Game Pass. Perfect. I can download it. Um, so I've been playing it. I played that for probably like a couple hours the other night. And I don't think I'm like super duper far in it. Like I'm waiting for the story to really like pick up. Like, I think it's still kind of slowly, like, building up, like, mm-hmm. the mystery of kind of, like, what's going on out there and stuff. But, like, the whole beginning part of the game was way more, like, you don't really know what the game's about when you see the trailer for the game. Like, okay, you're this dude in the woods, whatever. So when I started the game, I was pretty surprised when it was all this, like, story, narrative-driven kind of stuff. And it's about, like, how your wife has, like, early set, like, alzheimer's and stuff and she's forgetting you and that's why you took this job was to basically escape from like the hell that your life's become and it's like dude that's pretty fucking dark like i was not expecting like that's why you're out there doing this job is to get away from your wife yeah that's uh i i never played that one shan did you play firewatch no that was that was when like the walking simulator thing was really big Mm. and and like what remains of Edith Finch and gone home and like all those games were, were hitting real big right then. I did play what remains of Edith Finch, which was rad. Uh, so I'm curious what you think. Cause I maybe could, my understanding is that game's pretty short to firewatch. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, that one. I'm thinking it can probably be beat in like probably like six hours or so. So that might I'm be like, a, that might be a good candidate for like a cloud gaming over lunch for a week game. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. since it's not like super, it's just kind of like go from point A to point B, yeah. kind of just walking around doing whatever. Maybe. Hmm. I will think about that. Well, uh, hey Shannon, you hear that? Hmm. I, hear, I hear sirens. Ooh. I, hear, I hear the sirens. It's getting louder. It is. Oh, it's getting scary. <laughs> I think we're moving into Hawkeye Spoiler Zone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and, uh,. Yeah, as we said at the top of the show, uh, it, it's going to be a little bit of time before Shannon and myself probably can see Spider-Man. Uh, well, I won't speak for Shannon. It'll be a while for myself before I can see Spider-Man. But trust us when we say those spoilers will be coming once we all have seen <laughs> that movie. Um, but for this week, the penultimate episode of Hawkeye is was upon us last week. And what an episode it was. Uh, Kingpin confirmed Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin confirmed. I did like the use of, uh, kind of turning the internet on itself by showing the Kingpin as a shitty out of focus picture on a cell phone. (laughs) I thought that was a good commentary on how most people figure out spoilers in, in these shows ahead of time. Um, but, uh, yeah, Justin, your thoughts. Episode five. I thought it was great. Like, like episode three was kind of like the peak for me. Like four was really good, but um, I was kind of like, man, like there was so much action that was like really cool and fun in three. And mm. dude, this episode though, it kind of went like boop, and then it went boop, and then that was like because <laughs> dude, let me tell you, dude, the start of this episode with a uh, you know blonde widow mm. and stuff, and getting the blonde to see, widow, like, <laughs> <laughs> nice, getting to uh, getting to see her and stuff like during the when they like blipped and stuff and yeah. her like coming back into the house and then her and uh sitting at the table with Kate and stuff, their back and forth banter was hilarious. Like I'm like, yep, 
I really want to see you two together. Like, I love uh, this. And and that scene sitting around Kate's table with the mac and cheese and all that, like, it was just like, oh, Florence Pugh's immaculate as Yelena. Like, I I give me everything with this character. I want to see more of this. Because, like, she, she was able to bounce between, like, super fun and super charming and super friendly and incredibly menacing all in, like, ten clicks you know like it was just like no time at all she was like the scariest human being in the world but like she was just eating mac and cheese and talking about super powered reindeer you know like it was just like what what just happened why are you terrifying yeah. now like yeah it, did, it was so funny i got real like a uh, dom and brian vibes and stuff where she's <laughs> like you thought you had me you never had me like whether it's inch or a mile you never had me she's like you kill me <laughs> like no no, ma'am. I was like, you're funny. Yeah, that whole dynamic uh, was good. It gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun to watch. Um, the that beginning moment with the with the blip, like it almost it was startling for a second for yeah. me. Like it's it caught me off guard. I wasn't prepared for it. But then it also made me question, like, when did the Black Widow movie happen? Like, when was that? Because so, like it it struck me, it like had like a late eighties, like early nineties vibe. So I was like, I think, I think canonically it's supposed to have happened between civil war and whatever the next one was infinity, infinity mm, war, maybe. Yeah. 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 Then I don't know why it had such a, uh, old vibe to me. I don't know. Maybe something in it just kind of struck me. As Cause, weird, cause Russia, you know, yeah, I think yeah. probably really what it was, but probably, yeah. um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it, like I had to do it like a quick, like, you know, check for the timeline there, but that whole like Ash to like reassemble and watch yeah. everything like melt around her. That was so well done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, kudos to them to get me to, to kind of be shocked for a second and be disoriented. Uh, but yeah, that I think this was a strong episode. Like, and I hear that the last episode is going to be an hour long. So do you think that they have enough time to tie up all the loose ends that they've created? I I think they're not going to tie up all of the loose ends. I think they're Mm going to tie up most of them. I see this, like I bet Clint gets tied up. Like I bet that whole thing gets tied up. It might cause a couple more questions, but his story arc, I'm sure gets wrapped up at some point. I don't think they tie up Kingpin. I don't think they tie up what's happening, what's going to happen with Kate, like moving forward. Um, you probably don't know where Yelena went at the end of this, you know, like I'm sure there's going to be that type of stuff, but, uh, but I'm, I'm at least feeling confident that like Clint is going to wind up with his family by the end of this, you mm-hmm. know? Do you think you're going to figure out who the Rolex belonged to? I think so. And my guess right now is it's his wife's like I'm, I'm betting Linda Cardellini is someone not just a St. Francis alum, like Shannon and myself, but I'm betting (laughs) she's someone in a mockingbird. I don't know, like deep shield up. Like I'm guessing she's someone of importance as, as this moves forward. And I think that's who the watch is. Hmm. Okay. And then, I mean, like, that was the other thing that really shocked me is like that blurry image. Like, you were able to be like, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. You don't think they're going to recast somebody else to. No. Be- well, and that's more just like, you know, reading Twitter and stuff. Like, it's it's been all but confirmed that it's Vincent D'Onofrio as, mm. as the kingpin and like 
people that follow acting schedules and calendars and shit like that. They're like, yeah, okay. He did it this, this time in this place. And it's like, okay, sure. But, um, I'm just happy because he was the best part of the daredevil show. So like, yeah, bring that character over. I'm good. I mean, yeah, he was good. Don't get me wrong. He was great in daredevil, but I right. thought that the guy who played daredevil was actually pretty good too. <sighs> Yeah, Charlie has, Cox was good. I has them. there been a well, okay? Fair. We're we're kind of apples and oranges here. Like, has there been a better villain? <laughs> has there been a better villain in the Marvel universe? Because like, dude, Kingpin out, coming out of that show was like full, well rounded, like mm-hmm. ruthless, brutal, like terrifying. But you totally got where he was coming from. You figured out why he got that way. You knew why he was doing the things he was doing. You didn't necessarily agree with it. You didn't like it, but you're like, I kind of get it. I kind of get why he's there. You know, like, so I just thought they did such a good job with that character that I, I, myself personally, I'm very happy that they just didn't throw that away. Like he, Mm -hmm. he was such a good version of that character. So no dude, when you watch season one and when you watch him, crush that man's head yeah. in a car door for like three minutes until it's just like watermelon on the side of the street. You're like, Oh shit. Like what the fuck? This and is how, and it's like, so un- going to be, and it's like so uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. It's like, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I get it, bro. Cut away. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. No. So like that. And I even think Jessica Jones season one, like Kilgrave, like yeah. was, I think that's his name. Yeah. I think so. Like yeah. That. Right. Yeah. I think so, yeah, no, he was great. Like both of them, like, and he was ruthless too in his own mm. way. He was just more suave about it. He's like, "Yep, I'm done with these." Like, you can leave, and then points off the building, and the dude just fucking walks off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they had they had some good villains. I I still, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I like Vincent D'Onofrio. I think mm. he's great, and I would want him to reprise the role of Kingpin. I think he's yeah. the best rendition of Kingpin that they've that they've done. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I I just didn't know if it was really him or not because that picture was total garbage. And then the still... episode starts and it's Kingpin from uh, the Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> well, he's dead, so yeah, it right, won't be him um, unless they go like Leah from Rogue Rogue One on it or something. Um, but the uh, I I still am not convinced we're going to get a full like Kingpin appearance in the show. Like, you know they've. I think they introduced the character that he is exists in this universe. Maybe they're all like at a social, like they keep mentioning this Christmas party. Maybe you see him at the Christmas party, but like, I don't know if you actually get a full Kingpin like confrontation thing. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a fight. I definitely think he's going to make an appearance. Um, and I think you're right. I think it's going to be at this. I think, I think everything's going to culminate at this Christmas party because they've, they've mentioned it so many times. And then, so my, my big theory was Kingpin got blipped and Eleanor took over his crime syndicate while he was gone. That That's my guess. That's where she like came up through the ranks, got all the money. Maybe she hired Ronan to take out her lieutenant. You know what I mean? Like the tying, tying it all together here. You're getting dangerously close to Mephisto area. I, over I here, am not. Friend. You do this every week. I'm not. <laughs> we're not Mephistoing here. I'm just trying to see the threads. That's Hashtag all. Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> You're like it's nightmare. He's coming. Yeah, I never said Mephisto. I said nightmare. God damn it! And Quasar's coming in from outer space. 
Just follow me on this. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm Charlie Day with the fucking wall behind me, like <laughs> cigarette in my hand, you know, like you're like, look at this. Just follow the red lines. It all makes sense. But yeah, here it comes. I mean, here comes the here comes the last episode. I'm yeah. hoping they stick that landing because I'll tell you right now, if they do, it's this is gonna be might be my top my top yeah. uh, series in I mean, that Lo- they've released. Loki is a high bar that I didn't think they would ever top, but I mean, Hawkeye is, at least has a chance to match it. I mean, they mm-hmm. really do. I think the I think the reason this one's going to get a higher score if they stick the landing is because it's light it's lighter. I think I think Loki was like a very heavy mentally aware show. Like you had to be focused on what was happening and keep track of it all. This one like you really don't have to do that as much, but like you know there's enough handholding there to keep you going sure. and the action sequences are 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 huge and pretty. Well, and I think just having it, having this show as opposed to Loki being just way more of a street level show, like we're mm-hmm. not talking about timelines and multiverses and, and all of this like big brain galaxy brain shit. Like it's just like dudes with arrows shooting people, running from people and guys with swords stabbing people. It's just, it's a much simpler plot to follow mm-hmm. and like to keep, to keep straight, you know, like. I also think because of that too, there's a lot less CGI and yeah, stuff, so it's a lot yeah. more grounded. So it's not as like, okay, well that looks a little iffy and stuff. Kind of like you know, in the one division and stuff like fight. Mm-hmm. Anyone here feel bad for Jack? I feel kind of bad for Jack. Home, homeboy, homeboy got played hard by Eleanor. Right? <laughs> I know like, he's just like dancing, having fun. Yeah. Like, I'll be home for dinner, sweetie. She's like, don't count on it. <laughs> fun on the fucking raft you asshole anyway moving on but yeah i uh, yeah. I'm, I'm into it though i'm we're date we're, we're dangerously close to uh me staying up uh, to midnight on tuesday to watch it like i'm saying that now odds are it won't happen but like the last time <laughs> the last time i did that was the loki finale and I was like, bro, do it the other way around. Go to bed early. Go to bed when your kids go to bed and then get up early and watch it before you go to work. Hmm. Your ideas intrigue me and I'd like to coffee and newsletter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. Shannon, you might be onto something. I like mm. this. Mm-hmm. See, working nights has done wonders for you. Time, <laughs> time no longer has meaning. <laughs> I know. What is this thing called time? Yeah. Ugh. Good. Anyone else uh, watch anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? I watched uh, Venom 2. Oh, how was that? Dude, (laughs) oh man. God, dude. I mean, it was dog shit, but... (laughs) Like, I mean, it it wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't terrible. Was it it fun dog shit, though? Like, it made me laugh. There was a couple points that did make me laugh. Like, (laughs) the thing that I don't understand, and Megan even noticed this, too, watching it, um, we're like sitting there and she's like, why does carnage look so much better than venom? Oh, really? And I'm like, I agree. I'm like, he looks carnage looks fantastic and stuff like with his like, little, he looks gross or venom looks like a little shiny, like little tar ball, like made of rubber. <laughs> and like carnage actually looks like disgusting, like symbiotic, like shit moving everywhere. So it also was... strikes me as weird that Venom's voice seems off. 
Well, I mean, that's been the thing since the beginning, is Venom's voice. Like, since the first movie, like, Venom's voice has been kind of not anybody's favorite. Like, he's very hard to understand a lot of times. And it's like, I get they're trying to give him, like, more of a personality, and they're doing this whole kind of, like, anti-hero thing with him. But, um, what was I going to say? Even though... Like, and then the movie, it, like, sets up for, I'm assuming, the third movie or whatever as, like, <laughs> with, like, Toxin. And I'm like, dude, you had a symbiote, like, enemy in the first movie. Carnage, a symbiote enemy for the second movie. And you're going to do, like, Toxin, a symbiote enemy. Like, pick a new enemy. Like, goddamn. Like, you have, if you have the rights to Spider-Man shit, like, pick another Spider-Man thing that you can do or, like, something. Besides just every fucking symbiote. I mean, Paul, Paul Giamatti's rhino is out there somewhere. Come on, man. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, or take, like, yeah, some CD list, like, Spider-Man fucking thing and rework it. Like, man, but, that's a character that sucks. Why is Paul Giamatti in that second Spider-Man movie? Like, just why? Like, <laughs> God, goddamn. Like, who's... I mean, granted, that why? movie had a, that, that because movie, of Sony. That's that why. movie had a bunch of problems. But who was like, hey, you know who'd be a great Rhino? Paul Giamatti. Like, what the fuck? Like, <sighs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have pulled Young John Cena for that or something. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> no, you can't put John Cena in there because you can't see him. Just like your sweatshirt. Well, Ooh, uh, <laughs> speaking of john cena the peacemaker tv show comes out pretty soon here oh yeah they mm-hmm. released a trailer i haven't seen that yet but they released a trailer for that yeah i saw the trailer it looks pretty funny i mean i'll probably watch it he was shockingly funny in that movie like the the one for one killing dude scene is still the best scene in that movie but mm-hmm. uh they they were highly entertaining so mm-hmm. it what he i mean he was a bright spot in a movie that was not filled with bright spots. It kind of like Eternals. The further away I get from that second Suicide Squad movie, the more I'm like, God, that movie sucked. Like, uh, I really like it in the uh, moment, but like, uh. yeah, I can't wait for that to come out on Disney Plus this month so I can watch it. I mean, and hate it. it it's not. It's not hateable. It's not a hateable really? movie. No, okay. it's not that bad. It's just <laughs> much, much like you talk to your children. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> like, you know, also because there was a great 10 episode Disney plus show there. There was a fantastic mm-hmm. Disney plus show in that movie and they just didn't need to make a movie out of it. Like it's, it's five, it's 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Like it's busting out at the seams. There's too much. They just put too much in there and just yeah not mad just disappointing that's all <laughs> what's well, a good note to n- end on <laughs> just like this show i'm hoping our listeners aren't mad <laughs> just disappointed um so justin why don't you uh talk them through their disappointment get up on the mic oh god damn it um <laughs> you know what, guys <laughs> oh my god the microphone i can hear all the wetty throat noises yeah, that come yeah. through that seriously <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. 
you know, if I, you know, want to talk some Hawkeye spoilers, I know. Do you think Kingpin is going to make a appearance in the finale for Hawkeye? You know, we got some spoiler talk going on. You know, why don't you show us what you've been drinking on the Discord? It's been a minute. I know you guys making trips to the gas station, getting all the weird energy drinks no one else is buying. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a review. Let us know how, what you like, what you don't like, how you think we're doing. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, If you just believe in NFTs, then I believe in NFTs, and then they believe in NFTs, and we make all kinds of fucking money. Also, the 49ers are a better team than the Falcons, which is why they lost today. Mm. <laughs> Astute sports coverage from Shannon <laughs> I didn't know you moonlit as a, as a sports anchor on the side. Well, you know, 